episode number 47 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Kyle? I am. This is this is it. This is the week of uh, the best week of training. Taper time. The big week. So, this weekend, British 100k champs, you're running for Scotland. How are you feeling? I got my tracksuit bottoms in the post today, so so Ooh, that was nice. good. Tried tried them on, so I've got the the full kit. Feeling feeling Ooh, yeah. feeling proud, feeling feeling all patriotic now. Um, nice. So yeah, just uh, I, I I spoke to got spoke to Lewis um, about about my training. My taper is not that long to be honest. I, I I think we're both believers in a short taper, but I'm gonna I'm gonna continue the training. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go completely off. Um, I'm not going to completely drop all the miles. I'm going to still do some nice, easy running. Then I'll do one session on Wednesday, and then that'll be me, Tom. Very good. Get the, Very good. the feet the, the feet up and the, the beetroot juice out, and make sure I'm well hydrated and carbo loaded. Excellent. I'm looking. I'm, I've got to say, I'm really looking forward to hearing how you go on. Is there any way to track it? Ah, uh, well, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not sure if there is. I think there'll be quite a lot of. Um, I mean, it's it's 42 laps of of the the North Inch Park in yep, Perth. Yeah, we are. Yep. So I think there'll be a lot of people taking um you know taking videos and stuff, and well, you never know. I might I might do some selfies while I'm on the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> if it's might... it, if it's anything like World's Way, I'll be taking I'll be sending <laughs> messages. I'll be I'll be phoning my mum again. If it's anything like World's me. Way, if it's like World's Way, your battery will run out of it, mate. We don't want it to be like that. It's like World's Way, everyone will be home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, your man, uh, Adrian Stott, uh, Tarrett tweets. He'll be he'll be live tweeting it. He loves an update on, on these events. On he, the he, he does, he does. Um, well, well, Adrian's, I think he's one of the race organisers, so I'm not sure he's... Uh, but I don't think he's fully involved in the whole the whole organising. But um, So, yeah, so the team managers are Debbie Martin-Kinsani and uh, Valerie McCauley. So they've done a, an amazing job just... Getting everyone together and getting the kit sizes and telling us where to be and uh, and, and where to be and, and what's what's on the cards for the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, well, so tell yeah, us. So what is on the cards for the Saturday what, and Sunday? Sa- open, Saturday, us, but, open up a door into this well, a window so, into the life of an elite. Behave yourself. Um, <laughs> so what are we doing? So there's there's a meal on this Saturday night at the Salutation Hotel in Perth. Apparently, it's the oldest hotel in Scotland. Ooh, wow. Yeah, here's a little fact for you there. So I'm, I'm hoping the food's not as, as old as the hotel. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm not wanting the runs. I'm not wanting that type of runs for the race. Um, in fact, I've got the I've got the menu here: macaroni, cheese, lasagna, veg, vegetarian lasagna, boiled potatoes, salad bowls for pudding. This is the most important thing: fruit salad, and ice cream, and apple pie. Freshly filtered tea or coffee. Is it that's not a, a that's a the standard ultra marathoning? Not a bit of meat in sight. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> it's all plant based. Yeah, it's all plant based. Exactly. <laughs> vegan, vegetarian, whatever. It's a vegan friendly it's, it's a vegan friendly hotel. <laughs> Great. So uh, that'll, that'll sort you out. So that'll that'll carbohydrate in there. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep me going for 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 the for the Sunday. I hope um, they're, they're going to put in a, an early breakfast. The, the the race starts at seven a.m. 
7 a.m. Seven a.m. Well, I mean, you're running for seven hours. You don't want to be, you don't <laughs> be running in the dark, Tom. Jeez. Um. So that's so that's a uh, that's a Sunday. So if anyone's bored and would like to come and watch the race for seven, eight hours, nine hours, six, mate, hopefully, then come along to the Northinch Park in Perth and watch me run forty. Watch not just me, the other guys and girls running forty-two laps. So um, what's your what's your plan for the race then? You got a plan? I can't tell. See, all my, all my, oh, uh, all my, rivals. my rivals will be listening to my, my, my plan. Uh, so I can't be, I can't be divulging that details to you. Okay, t- fine. That's that's fair. So we'll, well, I'm very excited for you. I look forward to hearing all about it next week. I, do you know, I'm, I'm only pulling your leg. I, I really don't mind sharing my, my tactics because I mean, you can't really, for, for your ta- I think it's different if it's an 800 meter race, isn't it? Uh, for an ultra race, everyone. In fact, most people will run their own race. No one's really going to dictate running with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if it comes to like 10Ks, 5Ks, even, even I mean, look at Mo Farah and, and the half, the big fat, the big, I was, was going to call it the big fat half there, the big fat <laughs> half. <laughs> you should totally call it that. That'd be much more interesting. The big fat half. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously Mo's just a stick, but I mean, he just sheltered behind the two guys and then just pushed away. It was, yeah fairly tactical and you know for, from his point of view but in an ultra race i mean maybe maybe there is an element of tactics in a 42 lap race um but i mean i i, I think if there's a big group if it's a windy day there might be there might be cause to shelter behind i mean i, I know rob turner was when he was on the show he, he did speak about um you know when you were running one in one direction you had the tailwind and then the other direction you had the headwind and the group just worked together just to um, to save some energy and, and to go for a time. Because the the good thing about this race, it's not. I mean, this is probably the first race where there's is you're you're actually not racing just for placing, but there's there's a time element as well in it, you know. Um, so the hundred k is a recognised distance, so you can get world records in it. I mean, I'm not going for any world records, but <laughs> just, to <be> clear. <laughs> just to be clear, I'm not running six minute miles for. I think it might even be under six minute miles for 100k. No, no way. Blame me. I'm fine. I'm fine just running my sevens or eights or six. I don't know. But I, you know, I, joking aside, I have got a sort of target time I'm looking for, and I've got a target pace. And, okay. Um, so, but but yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I've got. A, I, we were told to what you've got a gold, silver, and bronze target. So I I emailed the team manager and. I told them what my gold, silver, and bronze targets are. So. Okay, cool. And so what, that's I mean, all. And also, right, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but realistically, no. I mean, British champs, have you got a shot at meddling? Shot at the title? I don't know. I mean, I mean, what is there? I is think... there an outstanding favourite the, in the, on the list, or is there a, a bunch of you that could feature? Because ultras, um, from what I've seen in ultras, it can all go pear shaped. I think as you know. That... Well, that's the thing. It's you, you know, you look at the list. I mean, there's some fantastic athletes in there. I mean, you've got. I mean, Rob Turner. Obviously, we got. He's he's a defending champion. Okay. We've got you know, from a Scottish terms, we we've got Alistair Higgins, who's been running really well. Uh, he did a couple of good. Uh, I, I think he did a 50k, pretty decent time. Uh, you've got Dave Ward, but you've also James Stewart. So he just got picked for the the GB team for the 24 hour race. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's he's been in the scene a long time, and you know he's he's got some fast times under his belt and um, some really good results. So, in terms of the Scottish performance, uh, he, it's pretty pretty. You know, it's, I think 
anything anything can happen. I mean, the English result. I think there's one guy who's ran a two twenty two. Um, there's a couple other guys who've I think hit around under two thirty. But I mean, that's a marathon though. When it goes Different past the marathon, yeah. everything changes completely. I think people forget. Um, you know, I, I mean, I know some some fast guys who are much quicker than me, and uh, when it comes to a ten k, or no, sorry, I'm much quicker than them when it comes to a ten k or a half or a marathon. When it comes to 100k or ultras, they've just got a completely different, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, got a completely different setup to, to the to the race, and it's a lot of it does come down to the way you fuel your body and you know how you conserve your energy and you know your biomechanics and and, and also mental toughness as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, running around 42 times and you know you've got to really get the pace right as well. Mm-hmm. So. Anything can happen, which is, I think, the the exciting part of it. It can go, it can go really well. It can go tits up. I mean, I'm hoping it. I've learned from my last <laughs> ultra, but you never know. I mean, you know, I, yeah. as I mentioned before, imagine running. You know, I get to mile, I don't know, thirty laps in, and I've got twelve more laps to go, and I'm I'm back to the the instant of the world's way, and at that pace, it would just be it would just be tragic. It would be, uh, do, do laps last, You'd be getting laps. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem. Be getting people will just be like, "Stop, Kyle! You're embarrassing yourself." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen. That it's not, not going to happen, happen though. Putting negative energy into this podcast isn't isn't no. the right way. We'll we'll I, save you know, that for the rants. I I think you know I think what is in your favour as someone who's a you're a you know you're a proven marathoner on the roads, and I think I know you're a good hill runner as well. But I think 100k on the road, I think you're someone who if you can pace yourself, I think you're I think you can. You do well. You've had some big runs in, so yeah, I I'm really excited for you, mate. Really excited. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, and uh, we were talking about the the next big excitement. I mean, obviously we've got. I'm going to be a dad. We we all know that now. I'm not. Yeah. If this is your first time in the pod, listen to the podcast. That's that's my news for you, folks. Um, but the UTMB, we've got Tommy Crew and me. So, uh, he's he's the, yeah. the, the 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 main guy for that. He's number so, one in my you... books. I'm psyched, mate. Honestly, I was saying, I was speaking to some guys at work today. I was saying who were talking about the UTMB. And I was like, oh yeah, one of my mates is doing the UTMB. I'm gonna go out and crew for him. I'm I'm really excited just to. I'm never gonna run the UTMB, so just to be to be there and helping you out is gonna be great. Ah, uh, you're excited. gonna be. I'm, I'm, you're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to have lots of different hats that day. You're gonna have to be uh, motivational. You're gonna have to be a, a shoulder to cry on. You're gonna have to. Be my 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 chef. You're gonna have to be my bitch. You're gonna have to. Oh, there's so many things that you're gonna have to do for me. Oh, I mean, it's great. Uh, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be very exciting. So you're gonna have anyway, to be my coach as well. And oh, so we need. Well, we need to. Anyway, we need. Let's get the. Let, let's get you the hundred k out of the way, and then we can. Uh, then uh, and then we'll focus we'll on the hundred miles that. after that. Yeah. Just 100 miles after that, yeah. So Worst very good, ten. mate. So that's uh, exciting. So what what's on the plan for the rest of the week then? Is it, you say it's a short taper. Is it what are you up to for the, this week ahead of it? I've got I've I've got some beetroot juice to have. Um, so so I I've been growing some beetroot in in my veggie patch Ooh, in the back garden. Home. So yeah, home homegrown beetroot. Um, now. The reason I mentioned the beetroot is to- Tommy loves a bit of beetroot before <laughs> the marathon, don't you? I do. You, you, but you you didn't just get beetroot juice. You you actually ground down the beetroot, didn't you? Yeah, I made I made it and and absolutely stained my uh, hands and kitchen surfaces in the process. 
Wow. And what do you think then? Do you think it's... Uh... <clears throat> I'll be honest. Well, I did that two years ago, and then I thought it was more hassle than it's worth. So last time I just bought the shots. Did you? The beetroot shots. But the, I think you'd probably get more out of the actual... Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm no, uh, no scientist. But I think there's a bit of science to it. Is it not that you... There's... For ten, is it seven days you should take it, and then beyond that, there's not much point, and you should take it three hours before exercising or something to do with your nitrate levels, is it not? Uh, it's to do with your nitrate levels, yeah. Expand um, your blood vessels. I remember I did read uh, up about it at one stage, and then you go for a piss two days after you start taking it, and you you think you're um, pissing blood, and instantly <laughs> start phoning NHS twenty four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pissing and uh, the other the other side as well. I think uh, it stains it's, your guts. It's pretty bad. Like I mean, it's good. It's great. It's a great great thing to have. But um, but yeah, so, well, 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 so I cut some beetroot in the garden, stuck stuck it in there. But I, it was, I did I only had about two or three bulbs. I didn't have that much bulbs to to use. So um, so I, you know, I, I, I think know. It, I honestly don't know how big a beetroot bulb is to be quite. Well, I think they might be quite big, but these ones didn't really grow well. But it's the first time I've I've, I've uh, managed to to grow out stuff in a veggie patch. So cool. I'm I'm quite I'm quite happy with that. Even if it doesn't, I think it's it's certainly a placebo effect anyway. Yeah. You know, there's there's a few studies, and um, you know, there's one study used trained cyclists and had them consume half a half a liter of beetroot juice. Which equated to 6.2 millimoles of nitrate 2.5 hours before exercise. They then proceeded to do two time trials, a 4K and 16K ride. Um, in the 4K time trials, there was a 2.8% improvement, and then the 16K time trial there was a 2.7 improvement in time. Now, mm. I'm just reading this, and I don't know where the source is from. In fact, let me see. Hold on. Uh, it's yeah, it's uh, the Medical Science Sports and Exercise 2011, written by Lansley et al. There you go. Well, the, the, the acute dietary nitrate supplementation improves cycling time trial performance. There, there you, you go. go. There you go, listeners. You heard it here. Mr. Lansley, accredited. Accredited. He's probably just a guy looking for a bit of quick money like that. so you're taking a bit of beetroot juice this week what about running are you gonna just ease it off nice and easy nice and easy runs uh up until saturday i'll do an easy run on saturday just two or three miles uh just shake out in the legs um hip hip seems to be okay it's still Good. uh still lingering about but just trying to loosen off as much as i can and be as positive as i can uh make, make i think an important thing especially given that i'm running for so long is to Keep hydrated for the rest of the week as well. You yeah. know, build up a little bit of uh, water um, around me, and just hopefully have that to to, to get me through the race on su- Sunday. And uh, I bought some Martin Martin nutrition as well. So, oh, excellent! Stop. So that was my next question: Is what are you taking? What's your nutrition feeling plan for the day? Apart from your mac and cheese and vegan meal the night before. Well, I've, I've started writing it down. What I'm looking for at each um, at each sort of time. Mm-hmm. So I've got a mix of hydration and gels. Um, still not 100% sure. I need to double check the Lewis. If, if uh, I, I mean, I, I, ideally, I want to be taking between 60 and 90 grams of of carbohydrates per hour, mm-hmm. um, and that that you know that that that'll take form of of, of uh, sports drink or or gels. So we'll just have to see how how it how I feel and 
how how well it works. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's it's difficult to know. You know, it's difficult to know how things are going to go until yeah. until the day. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident. I think the good thing is that all the ultras have been doing. You having to be fairly, um, uh, you know, you have to take your own your own fuel with you and your rucksack, your yeah. race vest. Whereas this one, you've got crew, you've got support. So you, every lap you can. So you're you just wearing. So you're essentially just wearing a vest then. Just a vest and short shorts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, TBC on the shoes, Tom. Nice. Very Tom good. Might know, Tom might know something I don't. Very good. So that is uh, that's exciting. And out of interest, what so you, what did you do this weekend? What was your longest? What was your longest or your long run one week out? So one week out on Saturday, I went. I mean, we're, I had I treated Debbie to Debbie. Debbie takes me to like you know for my birthday, she's taking me to uh, Venice and uh, Budapest. I mean, obviously our birthdays land in December, Tom. Mm-hmm. Budapest, Venice, Prague. Where'd I take Debbie? The noon. <laughs> nice. So uh, it was lovely. It was an amazing place. That Argyll and Butte is fantastic for trail running. So oh, listeners, cool. if you ever, if you've ever not, if you've never been to Argyll and Butte, 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 get yourself there. It's phenomenal trails. There's so many locks. I mean, as a triathlete or as a cyclist or as a swimmer, or if you just like all that kind of stuff, the mountains there is lots of minerals kicking about. Um, it's just an amazing place for. For running, it could be a good venue for the inaugural TRS training camp. It, it could be, Tom. The only thing I'm going to say is it's five hours it, it took for, on the Friday night to to get from from Aberdeen to to Danoon. <laughs> it's a bit of a bit of a trick. Anyway, I'm 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 rambling again. The reason, um, what was I saying? What was your question again? Oh, wait, uh, what, what was I doing? What was I doing? So yeah. the weather was horrendous as as per usual on Debbie's birthday and. Last year it was we were at Loch. Uh, God, where were we? I can't remember where we were, but we're in another beautiful looking place. Oh, that's the rambling cowbell. <laughs> and the weather was rubbish, so I ended up going to the treadmill, and I ended up doing seven by a mile. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure what pace it was, uh, but it was kind of like marathon pace. Uh, and then on the Sunday I did a wee Loch run around Loch Loch Eck, Loch Eck, just outside the noon. Beautiful, Tom. Beautiful. So I, I did 15 miles around there, nice and easy, and uh, and that's it. That's it. it. Monday I did a, a 5k, 5k easy run this morning, and I did seven miles this evening. Tomorrow I'll do the same, sort of four and six, or and then Wednesday I'll do just a, a gentle sort of threshold. Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, nice and easy. Friday, nice and easy. Saturday, nice and easy. And race day. Race day. Oh yeah. yeah. Excellent, very exciting. So that's going to be a, a really we're we're looking forward to next week already for the listeners to to hear about it. What? Oh, sorry, one second. Debbie's lost the cat. What? You've lost Maisie. Where's Maisie? I don't know. She Should be outside. Yeah. I've been outside. Should be fine. I it's your okay. Cat was called Chewy. We've got the we've got Chewy's sister Maisie. Right. It's okay. You can keep it in. It's fine. People want to know about cats. <laughs> yeah. Maisie's are, we're looking after Maisie's cat, uh, Chewie's sister, because it's Debbie's mum's cat now, you see? We've got okay. them at the same time, and Debbie's lost the cat, so. Right. She's not allowed to go out, you see? Great, that's a, right. <laughs> that's a great bit of information there. <laughs> right, right, listeners, I'm sorry for rambling, but I've got so much that, I, I felt last week was, uh, 
I didn't, I didn't, I had no chat. I felt I had no chat last week. <laughs> so I feel this, this week I'm trying to make it up and I think maybe I'm, I'm trying too hard. He's double downing on his, on the rambles. I like it. Yeah. And because, well, next week I'm not going to be here. So mm. we're going away on holiday in Morocco. So I'm going to have to, you're going to miss me for another week. It's yeah, probably, so... yeah. We'll have a mystery guest, a mystery guest host next week, but Kyle will feature on the podcast to give us his race roundup. Don't worry, listeners, he's he's going to be here. Yeah, you're still going to get your half hour fill of Kyle's weekly ramblings. Exactly. Well, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm I'm starting to to struggle with my rambling now, and I feel I've it's all been about me. Uh, so, Tom, enough about me. Tell me about how you're getting on. I'm getting on really good. Look at I'm that. That's really like, well. That's what I like to hear. Positivity so, in back in Tom's voice. I love it. So bang, fifty four miles last week. So that is, we're back in the game, mate. We're oh, back man. in the game. And the week I, before that you had how many miles? Forty one. So it's slowly so it's been keeping 38, up. 41, 54. So I spoke I'd run every day of the week. Uh before listeners who might say, Oh, that's a big increase. I had I saw my uh, so our James, our mate and physio on Friday. Um he's you know, he says, you know, I mean, when James has been on here, he's, if it's, he's a big believer in, in keeping running where possible. There's no pain. There's a bit of an ache on the knee, but there's no pain. So I'm mainly easy running. I did do a tempo on Tuesday. So I went along to the Metro uh, Club night on Tuesday, and we, we do a four-mile tempo as part of an eight-mile run. And I went out, I thought, I'll see what I've got. And I'll be honest, I don't <laughs> realise I was I don't have very much. So like, it was fine. I, I was sort of, I think I ran six-minute miling for the for the four so it's good to turn the legs get going um and yeah as i say the, the knee feels good i did fif- 14 miles yesterday oh I, yeah. I did see that yeah yeah that's uh i so feel like that, that how was, was that that was good actually yeah again a little bit achy towards the end but not sore um i'm doing my exercises and you know what this is the i think boston's back on the cards really oh yeah, honestly i'm do you know what? It's funny you say that because De- Debbie uh, obviously had a catch up with Debbie on on Friday, uh, yeah. on Friday, and she was saying, you know, you're, you're taking the positives from from the, the the negative, and and you're like, well, you know, I'm going to amazing city. The atmosphere is amazing. I paid for my entry. Let's just enjoy it and see what happens. Is that your attitude going in? That absolutely is my attitude. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. If I don't think I can run 26 miles without my knee being sore or it'll be detrimental, I won't do it. But over the next few weeks, I've got four weeks. If I can get up to 2022 comfortably and it's not sore, I'm going to go for it. And I'm not going to run. I'm not going to go. I'm not going. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to try and run to go out at 2:30 pace. I'll probably go out at 3, 3:15 or even slower. And through the second half, I'll see what I've got and I'll enjoy it. I'll soak it up. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll. To be honest, I don't know if we'll go out to Boston again. I would like to think we will, but you never know. So I feel I should just, uh, I might as well do it. Um, so anyway, that's really, I'm really, I'm actually quite looking forward to it. And um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how the next few weeks goes. Um, it's uh, At the moment, it's still a, still a maybe, but I'm, I'm feeling much more positive. And do you know what? I'm just enjoying getting running again. Like tonight, I went out and just after work, and it's nice. It's just good just to go out running, you know? And, so uh, it's, it's, especially when the, the nights are getting oh, lighter yeah. and. I mean, I must say, I would hate to be injured right now. Oh, I know. And I'm not touch, touch my, uh, touch my wood, my wood, touch, touch. Easy. <laughs> you say there, touch wood. Uh, that doesn't happen, but oh man, like yeah, it's it's a good time of year to be running, and, and you know, and I, even 
even if he can't run, like get outside. Yeah. Get outside and go for a cycle or go for a walk or like enjoy the amazing. I mean, okay, maybe not everyone lives in in Afford and you know some of you guys might live in Kirkcaldy, but like there's, there's some crap. What's wrong with Kirkcaldy, mate? Well, we were there on Sunday, and it's it's actually quite nice. Um, the the promenade. Surprised your voice. The promenade was amazing. I didn't realise how nice you got a wee island over there. You can see a, an island yeah. in the distance, and some course, yeah. couple of boats coming in. It's quite nice. Um, but yeah, get outside, folks. Listen to a podcast. Listen to their podcast, and get yourselves outside. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, anyway, I'm doing. I'm, it's it's been good. It's all good progress. So now I need to just okay. Boston is is a maybe, but I need to just start piecing together what I'm going to shoot for. So I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go for Loch Ness Marathon in autumn. Is probably a longer term thought. But between now and then, there's a lot of run, a lot of time and a lot of running. So I th- I'm really quite keen to get into some hills through the summer. I like just, it. Well, like hill hill races. Yeah, a few Highland Games. Ah. Uh, you know, I've always wanted to do um, Ben Rennes. Ben Rennes is a great race. Yeah. I did that. That was one of my sort of first long races, and uh, organised by uh, ab- legend Graham Bartlett, who who's won numerous winner. In fact, he's only won the Ben Rennes Hill race once. But regardless, he's a a champ of a hill runner back in the day, a for a forest harrier as well. Uh, so he organises the Ben Rennes Hill race, and okay. um, it's a it's a great race. It goes over. Um, I can't remember the name of the hills. Obviously, Ben Rennes, but. It goes over a small one and then it goes down, yeah. yeah, and then it drops drops down, goes back, and then heads all the way up to Ben Rennes. And it's an out and back, but it's a runnable course. It's a it's a runnable hill race. Um, you'd love it. Plus, it's yeah. good. It's good training for your your crew at the UTMB. Yeah, and you know, I have to admit, mate, that's been one of my thoughts. I'm thinking, I've all, I've I always get caught up in training for these road races, and it's and I always think I'm not going to do that. These local hill races. And I thought, do you know what? Between now and say July, when I'm or when I get start to really late July when I start to get the focus on the road stuff, I really quite fancy getting to the hills, doing a bit of hill running. It'll stand me in good stead for for the for Chamonix. Exactly. And uh, yeah, so that's that's the plan. But anyway, ah, I like I like the sound step of that. by step at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, well, that's that's good for me. I'm uh, I'm I'm on the up. So if any any listeners have got any any May, June, July hill race shouts, let me know. I'm keen for, uh, there's a lot up here. I mean, we were really blessed up here with some, you know, hill racing. Um, and there's a few good Thursday night ones, you know, like I said, the Press and Die, Hill Affair, these sort of things. So, this, we, we, Yeah, we are blessed with races, especially um, in the summer when the days get lighter and you've got some midweek races. Like, There's yeah. nothing, it's, it's quite exciting, you know, you've got a race during work, you know, after work, you've yeah. got a little competition to, uh, to to get into, I think it's quite quite cool. Um, and similar note to that, Tom. Uh, what I would mention is if if anyone is looking to do, I mean, I think there was a couple of there was some feedback in terms of we don't we don't say too much about hill racing and things. Um, but we do have uh, there's a great website called ScottishHillRacing.co.uk, and that's got a lot of results and it's fairly comprehensive. Um, mm-hmm. You've got hundreds and hundreds of uh, fixtures around the around Scotland. So if you haven't already seen it, have a look on Scottish Hill Running. Sorry, ScottishHillRacing.co.uk, and there's also the ScottishHillRunners.co.uk, I think. Um, but certainly the Scottish Hill Racing. Check the calendar out if you're keen to do some hill races. Very good. So anyway, that was me in a nutshell. Um, 
what else? Before we go, we've got other stuff. We've got quite a long tonight, actually. We've got, um, we'll talk a bit about race results shortly. We've got, uh, we've got Grant Sheldon on the show, uh, who is, uh, of course, a, a strong, one of the, the quick Scottish 10K runners and more prominently a triathlete. Um, we've got some uh, rants. We've had feedback on a rant. So plenty to plenty to talk about. We, we have, yeah. So just a note on the, the interviewee. So Grant Sheldon is a phenomenal uh, not only is he a phenomenal triathlete, he's a phenomenal distance runner as well. And, uh, he he's just coming back from injury, so it was disappointing to see that he was out for the cross country championships. But um, yeah, he's a Scottish cross Scottish 10k champion. He has been in the past, mm-hmm. um, and 5k has been. I think he's been the Scottish 5k champion as well. And yeah, he recently did the. The Portobello four miler and almost got the record for that in eighteen twenty something or eighteen thirty two or something. So he's speedy and that, really speedy. So I, I I interviewed him a couple of weeks back. So yeah, hopefully that'll be an insightful interview as well. Nice. Right. So results. What are we going to start with? We're we going to start with the big one. I say the big one, the long one. The long one. What one's that? The so the D ninety nine. The 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 D. Right, I'm looking at was I've only got the the D33 results. Well, do you know what? I can talk with D99 for two reasons. Firstly, because I what I tracked it and followed it actually quite closely. So the tracking was really good. It was you know standard long ultra fair um, GPS trackers on the runners. So that for those who don't know, the D33 is a race that is out and back on the D side line from Duthie Park and Aberdeen to Bankery and back. Now this year they've put on I think it's an anniversary or, or something. But anyway, it was the D, they put on a D99. So starting on Friday morning at 9 a.m., it was essentially out to Ballater and back, which is 99 miles. And there was an option for those who were mental enough, if they got back in within 24 hours, to line up again at the D33 and do and top it up to this D133. So spoiler, spoiler alert, no one started the D33 to the D99. So there were no finishers or starters in the D133. But there were quite a few guys in the D99. So at work, I had this on my uh, sort of on one of my screens. I kept an eye on it, and fascinating to watch through the day. So the results, basically, the long-term leader Willie Stewart was out there, uh, and uh, he came back to Stuart Ross, who in the I thought I mean Willie Stewart looked like he had it won, um, but in the end it was Stuart Ross who won it. So he ran the 99 miles in 18 hours 24 minutes, which sounds impressive to me. Second place was Willie Stewart, Murray Roadrunners, in 19 hours, 7 minutes. And third place, also Murray Roadrunners, was Jonathan Ward in 19 hours, 20 minutes. On the women's side, Hill, the breaking the glass ceiling of ultra running, it was Hillary Clinton, who ran it oh. in 23-25. <laughs> Not that hill dog, I don't think. Um, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Second place, Lorna McLean, uh, 23-38. And third place... Geraldine Philos in 24 hours 24 minutes so there were a total of 52 finishers in the 99 miler the last finisher coming in in uh, 30 hours how many finishers in the 99? 52 that's quite a lot for 100 quite miles quite a lot yeah that's, that's impressive there was a huge number of retirees though was there? how so many? Honestly, I can't remember the top of my head but there was a lot of people dropped out um, to be fair Friday was actually really nice weather up here it was Really crisp and clear, but through the night, I think it got quite sleety, which was yeah. pretty grim. 
and that was the. I mean, obviously, I I was away uh, in Danoon, but I, I don't know what the weather, the weather was. Pretty pretty well, wild. Sa- was it? Sunday was Saturday was snowing. Was it brutal? It was brutal. <laughs> so uh, actually, on a different subject, I saw Strava wankers who we talked about before. They tweeted the other day. In fact, they tweeted on Sunday when it was windy as hell, saying if your if the title of your Strava doesn't have the word wind in it today, you weren't even running. It's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but oh, on the D ninety nine, last week I said I don't understand why people do it. I still don't understand why people do it, but I do quite. I did quite enjoy watching it because it's the way an ultra can unfold is crazy. As I say, people who are doing so what looks to be so well early, early on can absolutely implode over that distance. I mean, it's such well, a long time. It is a it is a huge amount of time to be out, Tom. I mean, I think that's why I'm so in, in, intrigued about ultras because. It's not just about physical, your physical well-being. It's also about how well you can cope under under stress, under you know physical stress, under mental stress, and you know I, I think it's I just think it's sort of fascinating. And yeah. when you when you include the fueling of it as well, and your pacing, there's so many things to think about. It's it's just I I think it's and then you've got the 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 added um, excitement of racing as well. Yeah. That's great. I was, uh, it was, I was, I have to say, I did. Uh, it really caught my attention. So, yeah. that was a D ninety nine, D thirty three. Have you got the results? Uh, yes. Hold on one second. So they are. Um, so we had Paul, Paul Mitchell. He was the winner in three forty two. I'm not sure what club he's from, if he even is from a club. Uh, so he, he was, I think, yeah, he, he was the winner in three forty two. Fairly comfortable ahead of Gavin Taylor and Vince Trail Running Club in 3.56. And third was Dave Balfour. I'm not sure what club he's in. And then in terms of the female, we had first female was Charlotte Finch, Dundee Roadrunners, AC, 4.24s. She was fairly high up in the result, in the top 10, uh, ninth overall. And second female was Susan Johnston, Christorfin, AC, 4.34. And we had third place. Janet Janet Dixon, 4:41, third female. So there you go. So I'm, I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna also include the vets here. Now I'll tell you why, but it's part of a rant. So the first male vet was Kevin Craig. Uh, so he was fourth in 4:14, and uh, and Tom knows why I'm laughing because he's looking at the rant. <laughs> uh, I hope I've got it, I've got it open right now. Yeah, yeah, and uh, first. So second male vet was Kevin Carmichael, 4.17. Third vet was, oh no, geez, now we're, we're getting a bit confused. There's two second male vets here. I'm not, I'm not sure why that is. It must be different age groups. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, I'm, I'm confused now. I'm, but I'm going to go in the first female vet was Karen Simpson Thistle Fitness. And second female vet was Sharon Pride. Third female vet, Emma McIver from Gary Roadrunners. So that that's me done my vet, my uh, my contribution to the vet results, Tom. Okay. So, okay. I mean, let, shall, let, shall we just talk about it then? <laughs> there's I an mean, elephant in the room just now, isn't so there? Anyone who, anyone who, <laughs> so anyone who follows, uh, sort of, I, get it, I guess, Scottish running type articles on Facebook has probably seen this kick off over the weekend. So essentially, a bloke who finished... <laughs> what, right. what we're going right. to say Tom what I will say is we're not going to say the guy's name because 
Yeah, I'm for, sure he's ordered eggs for his think, house already. I th- exactly, I think, uh, I, but I think it, there's a few themes coming from this which we can speak so, about. So, well, I've got it open in front of me. So essentially, some bloke who will remain nameless has um, posted on the running on Running Friends Scotland saying, "Sorry, friend," insert his friend's name. <laughs> Three weeks ago, you asked me to do the D33 Ultra in your place. You couldn't do it. I said, "Okay." So I signed in this name with my good Irish accent. I'm Scottish name is obviously Irish, <laughs> did the run in crap conditions, got my medal, then the main organiser followed me into the marquee and gave me this plaque and said, well done, name, you came in third vet. WTF, <laughs> sorry, friend, if you do it next year, you need to defend your title. Laughing face. So, essentially, so, what's happened is some bloke has run in his under his friend's uh, entry Mm-hmm. And he's been. This has been. I get. Is not allowed. And he's been found out because he's gotten a prize. Exactly. And he's and he's, he's announced yeah. on on a public forum to everyone. Yes. Which is it? You know, when it comes to the rules, you 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 disobeying the rules completely. Yes. So now, you know, naturally, as a race organizer, you know, I know George Reed really well. I've known him for years. Um, he's he's probably one of the guys who actually. I met I met actually was in Chamonix and I, I met up with him in uh, the week the week before the UTMB and he uh, he kind of gave me that encouragement or inspired me to go out and do it so uh, I've got a lot of respect for for George and you know all the all the things that he does for the, the ultra running community you know the volunteering and uh, crewing and, and organizing races and organizing D33 and just a, a great guy um, so on. So, on George, can I just say, so George has called them out, right? And George has put a very, I thought, well-worded, uh, correct, to-the-point post up, basically saying, you got, you've broken the rules, you're cheating, you've, you've, uh, you've, there, these are safety rules, you've, you've also cheated other runners out of this, and you are no longer welcome in the Scottish ultra-running scene. Now, I think that's a fair and balanced response. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and obviously, the, the person who was in fourth, he never received the prize as well. So, I mean, if I was in fourth place and somebody was running under another name, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know my facts here, but I don't even know if this guy was even a vet. So it's like it's like you, Tom, potentially if he isn't a vet, it's like you going and running as an under 20 and, and winning it and pretending that you're the summer guy, you know? Yeah. Exactly, and and that you're right. So he's he's cheating other runners out of it, and also I think from I don't know I'm not certainly I'm not an expert in in this sort of ultra running scene, but what I'm understanding is that there's been incident because you're you know it's, you're putting your body under a huge toll that you, there is an there is a safety issue. If something happened to him, they've got wrong details about him. They could have treated him wrongly medically. Mm-hmm. So it's a real real safety concern. I mean, I'm um, just gonna I'm I'm gonna go back to that, and it is really important, and I know. This is rife throughout different types of races, be it 5K, 10K, half marathons, marathons, ultras, Ironmans as well. I mean, I'm, I'm going to put it out here. I, I've, I've got a friend, uh, you know, May, who uh, was a Forest Harrier as a kid, and, and he, he, he died um, in, in an Ironman, the Frankfurt one, a few years ago. And, and you know, he, he obviously ran under his own name, but, I mean, it was hypernatrema. He he died of i believe and um it was really really sad and he had all his details you know ready you know it was an ironman event all the details are on his number they know exactly who he is but okay mm-hmm. 
that that didn't save him. But it's it's it, it comes close to home when you see people who. I mean, this guy is obviously done. He's he's ex- completely ignorant of the whole situation. I think that's what's pissed people off. Yeah. And, uh, and not only he's ignorant of the, the situation in terms of swapping numbers, but he's picked up a prize and announced it to the world that he's, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. he's... I mean, he's, he's an... He's a, he's a, he's a, do you yeah. know, though? It but shows if I, that he's an... If I was him, I would have just not taken the prize. But you know what? I think the... Fl- All right, I'm, this is going to be... I think a lot of people may disagree with me on this, but I don't really care. I totally I disagree with what he's done, and I totally agree with George's post. I think he should be should be banned, and he should be educated because the fact that he's put that up shows that he's probably a bit of a simpleton. Didn't quite, and I don't think he probably understands the safety concern of it. To be honest, now some of the reaction though is an absolute it's a shambles, and it shows this social media we world that we live in that I can't stand. Some of the people's posts and comments on there. I mean, who do these people think they are? Using words such as disgusting and um, I mean. There's people I've seen people replying on there from our club who haven't done a lick of volunteering in their puff, yeah, and yeah. they're weighing in as if there's some app. You yeah. know, the, I think I'm not defending the guy at all, but I'm saying that it's I'm I don't know, it's an absolute ridiculous the way that this has been escalated. It's a you know people should be celebrating the event and celebrating the 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 people who've won it. I've seen people comment on that. I've not seen them one prop any comment on or oh, congratulations to the winner or well done to the organisers. Yeah. It's all instantly jumping on this negative bandwagon and it's this I don't know, it's my least favourite thing about social media and um you know there's some very good very balanced uh, opinions on there but there's some absolute morons who are, who are just piling in who know sweet FA about it. I, I completely agree with you Tom. Um now this guy's let's put it Let's put it bluntly. He's fucked up, but you know he, he's yeah, fucked never up. Never a true word said. He's, yeah. And 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 he's get like I, if I was that guy right now, I would be horrified by some of the comments that people have said. I mean, it's only a race. Like it's a it's a it's a hobby. It's not yeah. it's not work. It's he's not com- he he isn't really committed a crime. I mean, you could argue, oh yeah, it's it's fraud, but it's not really. I mean, it's just a it's it's a sport, and and it, yeah. People are pissed off. I mean, if I was a race organizer, quite rightly, I would be calling him out on it because he's put on social media. But like, it's you know, the, 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 some of the comments that people have said, like, it's this guy is still. He could have a family. He could have friends on social media. He, he's probably going to have to. He probably would feel that like he needs to come off because he's getting all this hate mail from people. And I, I totally I, agree. I, 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 I mean, I'm, it's I'm brilliant. not being funny, but like, if his work sees that, and okay, yeah. He, he swapped numbers, but you tell me, Tom, do you know, how many people do you know who've swapped numbers and not said anything? I know many people who've swapped numbers. You know, and, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's people who are best mates who have commented on that, and they've done the same thing, maybe historically, um, and now obviously it's starting to come to fruition that we need to make sure that we, we, we people run in the, in the, the right, under the right names, but it's raising awareness, and that's, exactly. maybe, that's maybe something that Something good that might come from this, something positive that might come from this is running as you and making sure that you check to see if you can swap your entries or transfer your entries um, and, and not race under someone else's name. Um, but I, I, I've got to say, Tom, you know, there's, it's, it's not the crime of the century, you know. Do you know, I, I think this social media shaming that's going on is a disgrace. And the people who are doing it 
Uh, it's bullying. It's it's bullying. The guy has made a mistake. I completely disagree with the ways with with it. Um, I think some of the reaction. I see Ian Beatty weighed in there, and he's putting some pretty strong, but again, balanced opinions on there. But some of the, I mean, this is you're right. It's uh, it's witch. It's a witch hunt on there, and it's yeah. it's uh, no, I I think you're absolutely right, Kyle. Awareness is spot on because to be quite honest, I didn't quite the story you tell about your your friend. And some of the stories I've read on there, I didn't realise how. And I, I don't race swap. And if I was to, I've dropped out of race, and I don't hand, out, I don't hand over my number to other people. Um, but I didn't quite. If I'm honest, I didn't really realise that there was there was such a medical concern in ultra runners, in ultra racing. You know, when I guess you're putting your body through so much. So you're absolutely spot on. It's awareness, and they should be using this opportunity to to uh, to spread that awareness, not just bash them. And it's the morons jumping on who are clearly not really a fan of the sport or the. Or the um, yeah, they're making a spectacle out of it actually, which is yeah. a shame. Yeah, it is a shame, and that, that you know, I, th- I think hopefully there's there's good that comes from it, and yeah, I think this the, you know the guys, uh, I think he's 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 been given a little bit too much, uh, too much stick for for what he's done. Um, okay, he did it, he, he he shot himself in the foot, but hey, I mean, we've all made mistakes in the past, but. Uh, I mean, it, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out here right now. I would rather somebody swap their number and and claim the prize and beat me than a doper beating me. Oof, that is a that is a that is a very interesting moral debate there. But uh, we're not gonna go into that. But no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's uh, this guy's clearly, you know, th- this guy's clearly ignorant to the to the the whole thing, and he did run the race and yeah. Um, and you know, if he if he knew that he was in the wrong, he wouldn't have posted it on on that exactly. site. Um, do you know what, Kyle? Unlike these morons, TRS are not going to name the guy. Exactly. We're, we're not going to we're not, we're not going to jump on there. Yeah, we're, we, we, uh, there's all there's, there's he's, he's suffered enough, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll get you'll get his punishment uh, in in terms of the sport, but it should just end at sport. It shouldn't end. Uh, it shouldn't be going into anything else other than sport. Exactly. It's just a yeah, sport. We should all enjoy it, regardless of who we are, and uh, take the positives from it as well, you know? Right. So, anyway. So I, think I think we've covered the, the D33, to <laughs> be honest. Oh. Got a length well done. Next. Well, so let's go into some more positive news then. Let's, do you want, let's get Grant Sheldon on the show. Right, okay. We've so, got some more race results, but yeah, we can go Grant Sheldon now. Let's, go, we'll let's go Grant. So, so Grant, uh, as I mentioned, yeah. I've already teed Grant up, but... A great, a great uh, insight into his training, his racing, his upcoming races he's got. Um, he's also looking at again. You'll, you'll find out. He might, he might be dabbling in some ultras. Uh, uh, any, hopefully quite soon. But here he comes, Grant Sheldon. Okay, so welcome on the show, Grant Sheldon. So Grant's an ITU triathlete, and he's an amazing runner. He's been the Scottish champion for the 10k uh, on the roads, and I think he's um, also probably medalled in some of the other events as well. So I'm sure he'll let us know about that. So obviously, I know you mainly from a, a training weekend actually with with Debbie uh, a couple of years ago, or maybe even three or four years ago now uh, at Stirling. So that was the first time I met you. Uh, but obviously Debbie knows you from triathlon and encouraged me to get you on the show. So because you're such a nice guy um, and you would like to show the running world how amazing you are while doing two other sports really, really well. Uh, 
So yeah, Debbie's been in a couple of camps with you as well, um, and yeah. really admired your work ethic. And after your recent results, uh, TRS had to have you in the show. So welcome, Grant. Brilliant. Hi. Thanks very much for having me. No problem at all. So Grant, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and um, you know what. what in, in relation to, was it multi-sport first, run first, or was um, it something else? Yeah, so I've been doing triathlon for about 10 years now, I think. Okay. Um, so I started off when I was really young as a, as a swimmer, um, before kind of realising that I'd never be never be big enough to, to make it in the swimming world. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I did a little bit of running from a school, um, kind of when I got into high school, so what, 13, 14? Yeah. Um, Realised I was all right at that, so kind of put the two together and, and started triathlon, really. Amazing. That's kind of You've been running, well, that's a fair bit of time. So how old are you now then, Grant? Uh, 24. 24, right, okay. I'm just looking at your, your power of 10, and it goes back a fair, I think back to like 2009, I think. So you've, yeah, you've yeah, been, been right. probably even longer than that, so... Um, so what about the you know in terms of the running side? Did you yeah. did, what was it? What was it you enjoyed more? Was it triathlon or was it running that, during the time you were you were um, getting quicker? Like uh, when I when I started running, like I started running for triathlon really. Yeah. Okay. Um, but kind of as the years progressed, I guess like. Running's probably became my my favourite out of the three and the one that I've been best at. Um, I don't know why. I, I, yeah, I just I just enjoy kind of being outside and it's the it's the simplest of the of the three by far. Like you just put your shoes on at the door and and off you go. Yeah, I think you're bang on. I mean, the amount of times I see Debbie in the the garage, you know, fixing her bike, putting something on the yeah. turbo and changing yeah. the tire and sorting the brakes out. Where's running? You, you do some mobility yeah. exercises or stretching before and after and like you say get your shoes on and off you go <laughs> you know yeah, and, and swimming as well like i'm sure you know getting changed and it, yeah it's less faffy i suppose and so what so just obviously it's a running podcast but i i think there's a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of listeners who um you know they, they're triathlons as well or they've dabbled yeah, in yeah. duathlons so yeah i think it's, it's really interesting to get your angle on on running training um, but yeah. in, just in terms of just for the listeners, in terms of triathlon specific, um, what what yeah. sort of what's your kind of biggest highlight that you've got? I mean, I've got a I've got a list here, but I want I want you to tell me what your biggest achievement is in, in triathlon. Yeah, um, I guess I've got a few. Um, my first kind of big result was in twenty thirteen as a junior, uh, getting third at World Champs. Um, and that so was, that was in kind of, Canada, Ed, Edmonton, is that right? No, that was in London. All right, okay. Yeah. yeah, that was quite a while ago. Um, and then, uh, obviously, um, competed for Scotland a couple of times at Commonwealth Games, which has been a, a real privilege. And I think there's something about competing for your, your country that, uh, yeah, it's just a little bit special. Yeah. Um, Kind of, and then results wise, a uh, couple of results that stand out to me was uh, first uh, um, World University Champs, yeah, back twenty sixteen, um, and also at the end of that year, getting fourth at uh, Edmonton, 
WTS. WTS is like the kind of top level of racing. Um, yeah. It's far from, so, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, ama- that's amazing. Yeah, and I think, you know, in the Commonwealth Games, it was the Glasgow, was it Glasgow? Glasgow in 2014, yeah, yeah and then um, Gold Coast in 2018, yeah. Amazing. And how did how did they go in terms of the experience and um, you know, what did you learn from it and take away? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Like, um, obviously 2014 being Glasgow, and I've, I've kind of had a lot of time to reflect on that one. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of stands out, obviously, being in Scotland and uh, just down the road from where I grew up. Um, it was where we raced. That's amazing. Uh, so the the atmosphere and stuff was absolutely brilliant. Um, I kind of I left it having a terrible race and being kind of really disappointed. But once it kind of sinks in and you look back, it was it was still an incredible experience. Oh, it must um, it must have been yeah yeah. So what about the 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 year after that? Well, not the year after the four years later. How? So what was it you were competing in there? Yeah. Was it the Individual in the was, team, is that right? Yeah, individual in the relay again in 2018. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was a good place. Um, it was good kind of getting out to Australia, and we, we did a camp there for a good month beforehand. So it was pretty cool to kind of get the opportunity to experience. It's a, a, experience a, a, amazing, amazing training holiday with a race oh, at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying. It's trying. Um, oh, amazing. Again, I, I ended up racing quite poorly, so um, I wasn't too happy afterwards. But again, you look back and you think I had that opportunity racing for Scotland, and yeah, it's always a little bit special. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think getting getting to the start line, and um, you know, I think you're fairly mod. What were you overall in the event, in the, the individual one? Were you? You know something I can't even remember. Yeah, right. Who, well, I, 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 I think maybe around fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, okay. I, I, I it's still it's still incredible. I mean, um, yeah. yeah, just to get that opportunity. Obviously, uh, your teammate Mark Austin did really, really well. Um, yeah, very well. Get, yeah, getting a bronze. Sneak a sneak a little bronze. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was a uh, super tough run. Oh, yeah, yeah, amazing. So what? And just going into like you know t- some of the triathlon, I, I think people tend to think it's only an individual but you know there's there's a lot to triathlon because all the yeah. disciplines and um and you know also teammates as well so are you still training in yeah. sterling grant i'm still training in sterling yeah. yeah um not so much with the kind of triathlon squad there i've kind of got my own self a little bit now yeah um and i think it's, it's it, it must be you know to the environment in Stirling, you know, there's been some fantastic athletes and triathletes coming out from Stirling. Um, yeah. Now, there's not really anything like it anywhere else in, in Scotland in terms of a triathlon, you know, base. So what, no. what, what is, how is that like as an athlete? And, you know, how have you, you know, you've mentioned, touched on it, you've got your own setup now, but it's, do you feel if you never had that setup, would you be any, any, would you be any worse off, do you think? Or do you think it, has it helped you? Hugely, or I mean, yeah. So the uh, the national kind of performance center is is, is based in Stirling at the university, um, and I went to Stirling Uni uh, maybe in twenty eleven. Many moons ago. <laughs> yeah, um, 
And so, so I went up there to, to do triathlon and at the time we had a really good group of guys, there's maybe six, seven, eight of us, um, all kind of at a similar level, uh, going through university, training for triathlon, uh, and that kind of really pushed us all on. So from that point of view, it was absolutely brilliant. And um, naming those athletes, I mean, some of them are, I mean, you've got obviously got you've got Mark Austin, Fergus, yeah. and Doug Roberts. Fergus and Doug Roberts, yeah. Yeah. Who, from, who, uh, from Yorkshire. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Milne, he's had a few good run results. So, so they're fast guys. I mean, these guys are thirty minute. Yeah. A lot of them are 30, 31, even less yeah. than that. I'm, I'm sub thirties in some some respects. So that's just yeah. the running element. So I remember. You know, I've mentioned it already, but going when Debbie was going to Sterling just for a, a training training day. Yeah, and you came along for and, a run session. It was just, a, yeah, it was it was just amazing to be running with you boys and round the the good old Sterling Pond or whatever it's called. Yeah, we, we, we used to have a leaderboard round there to see who could get the fastest lap. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Who's got that now? Do you know? I'm not sure. I it think might it be you. Be, no, it's definitely not me. There's a boy called George. George Goodwin. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's from England. Um, so he's got... I'm not sure how he managed to get it, but he did. did he? <laughs> I'll, 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 need to, I'll need to take it back one day. Yeah, but, maybe maybe it was on Strava and, uh, on this on GPS and it was it was skewed yeah, rather yeah, than skewed. time. <laughs> Brilliant. No. So... So yeah, so going yeah, like the the, the training for the running side and um, swimming and cycling. So what just in terms of like a, a typical training week, just give us a yeah. little bit about how that how that goes, uh, depending on on the seasons, I suppose, and the, the competitions you've got. Yeah, so it's pretty similar all year round, really. Okay. Yeah, we we train quite a lot in triathlon. Like, I think obviously doing the three sports, you you're able to train more because you're not, it's not so repetitive doing any one thing. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. I remember um, um, when we did that run session, You, I was goosed. You boys are away yeah. for a, a, a three-hour cycle, you know? <laughs> yeah, before we've that, you had a swim. session before, then run session, then, then bike session. So we, we, we do train, we train like 30 to 35 hours a week. Um, wow. Which, which is a lot of volume. Um, and that's kind of, Split for me, it's split quite evenly across the three, uh, with our, our with regard to the hours, um, and that'll be swim, bike, run, pretty much every day. In, in um, that order, is it? Uh, mix up the order. Yeah. I tend to swim it in the evenings now, so I don't have to wake up so early. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'll maybe go and like go to jog in the morning, and then maybe do a bike session. In the afternoon, then in the evening I'll go in uh, for two hours um, in the swim. So yeah, it's kind of we'll do maybe do two or three run sessions a week, two or three bike sessions a week, and and similar on the swim, like with regards a bit of intensity. Okay. Uh, and then the rest of it's just kind of made up of long kind of steady miles, I guess, um, to develop that kind of aerobic aerobic base yeah so is that like you know you, you talk about it you know it's split evenly so it's sort of you know if you say 35 hours a week 30, yeah. 10 hours of running cycling swimming is that would that yeah. be about right yeah that's about right yeah, yeah. 
And what about the the mileage that you accumulate? I, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't apply as much because you're you're not focusing on one discipline. You're focusing on triathlon. But what's your yeah. your kind of average average mileage or the range of uh, the average? Yeah. So swim wise, generally about hovers around thirty kilometers. Yeah. Uh, and then bike. Oh, I don't even count my bike miles. Maybe about three hundred. Right, okay. Which sounds a lot when, but when, you know, it's yeah. like running, isn't it? You know, you say, oh, I've done 70 miles a week, and you think, God, in one yeah. sitting, doing that, ooch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it adds up, you don't do much extending, it adds up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, and uh, then run wise, around about 100k or so, so it's at 60 miles. Yeah, about that. So I, I know, yeah, uh, this this isn't a, a dig or anything. Triathletes always always um, work their mileage out in kilometres. Yeah. <laughs> That's my head in. <laughs> why is that? Tell me why that is. Is it because everything else I think else it's, is... it's, a, it's, a, it's a European sport. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, it's all based in Europe. Um, and that's where all the kind of good guys have came from, historically. Yeah. Uh, so I think you kind of just copy them, really. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take that trend over to Europe and start saying miles. And just start saying them. miles, yeah. Well, a few <laughs> Americans are getting, are getting pretty good now, so maybe they'll... Uh, just tell them, you've only got 10 miles to go and they'll think it's a 10k and, and you'll, yeah. you'll beat them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, me. So, right, so in terms of that training, so that's your kind of specific training, uh, traveling, yeah. specific training. Um, what about if you were to you know, do you focus on, do you ever go, right, I'm going to focus on a running only race or are you always focusing on the, the ego being triathlon? So, you know, you've had some amazing results in, in the running scene. I mean, you, a couple of years ago, you were, you, you, you won the, the Scottish 10K championships. Yeah. And that, yeah, and you're, so... on your home turf again. And well, yeah, Sterling. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, incredible to do that. And I think you've, You've, is it once or twice you've you've won that event? I think it's, um, once. Yeah. Once. I won. So that year, that was in twenty seventeen, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, I it came off my bike. Um, again, and you need to get you on, some bubble wrap, Grant. Need some stabilizers. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up. I broke my wrist and my elbow. Oh Jesus! I, in about end of July, August. Um. So I kind of, obviously you can't swim or could bike, but kind yeah. of on a turbo. Um, so around that period, I was, I thought, I, I want to do something a bit different. And I had in my head, I wanted to start training for a 1500. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh-huh. So uh, I, I wanted to break four minutes in the, in the 1500. I'd never done anything like it. When I was younger, I didn't really do much on the track. I did a lot of cross country, but that was it. Um, so I entered Scottish Champs, um, Track Champs, and I did, I did the 1500 and 5k. Yeah. Uh, did the 5k first um, and won it, which was a good race. 14.22? Um, wow. 14.20, yeah. That's uh, Which was all right. Um, and then I did the 1500 like a few hours later, and it was absolutely done. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm a stalker. You've got 406 there, which uh, is still an impressive time. And, um, yeah. And, and I think, the well, week... I, I think we went through 800 in like just over two minutes. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Um, and then 
Yeah, I think my last lap was like a, I don't know, 68, 70 or something. <laughs> uh, listeners are probably like, ah, oh, that's slow not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and, well. So and then the week after that, you did achieve a sub four minute 1500. Yeah. Which, I did uh, Graham's mouth open Grady even then. I went for it from the gun and managed to sneak under the four minutes. Amazing. So. Is it a wee dip so. finish at the end? Wee yeah, <laughs> there was a few of us going for it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, and there was, there was a few weeks after that that it was, it was a 10k jump. So, yeah, I was feeling quite fit and I'd done quite a bit of running, running only really, um, up until that. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you've, you you kind of all, most of your, your running's always dabbled in the sort of shorter distances. Um, so your 5k yeah. is 50, well, 1500 to, to 10k. Um, yeah. There's some other notable running results that you've you've certainly achieved and I think you've you've also been the Scottish champion for the five k as well. Um, I believe is that yeah. is that yeah, that was that yeah. last year. I think it was. Wasn't it? Sorry. Was, when was that? You got the five. You, you won the five k champs in, on on the road. Uh, road one. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was junior champs. Like, I think I was second overall, and I won under twenties maybe. Ah right. So, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that makes sense. Mang- 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 won it that year. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's still kicking about, yeah. I see. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. And then I won, I won the five thousand on the track a couple of years ago. So. Yeah. Uh, recently, there's been the <coughs> the armor the Arma five k as well. This yeah, this week. I just seen that. I was just looking at the results as yeah. well. Now, <laughs> tell me about that, because I mean, yeah, I know a few people have done it, um, but we haven't really spoke about. It spoke about in the show to anyone who's been now that's an yeah. incredible race i think there was what 12 people under 40 minutes um yeah this, yeah, this one and there was what, 100, yeah, 112 runners under five, 15 minutes now what, what what's that like to race at an event like that so yeah i did it once um a couple of years ago 2017 uh managed to get for the for the Scotland team that went down, yeah, um, and I never been part of like a big running race, um, and so it's like a, it's a, it's a small uh, square in the town, <coughs> and you do five laps, which is I think it's maybe just over a k a lap, so you don't okay. you don't finish when you start, um, and yeah, I remember kind of I went out. <coughs> At the stood in front, didn't really know what I was going into. Just was going to have, just going to run, run super hard and see. Where <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of the the speed that that these guys are running at the front, and you kind of go round a tight little circuit, um, jostling for position. The crowds are like screaming. It's amazing. Time. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. It's it's honestly one of the best events of. I think really wow that's it must be um yeah it must just be such a an amazing feeling just to be running that that speed um no yeah. it, it, segwaying into speed um I, the, the biggest standout for me this obviously this season i know you've only done one run but yeah really exciting to see you getting almost getting the record at the portobello four mile um champion well, not championships uh race in um it was at the, I think it was first. Was it New Year's Day? I think it was. 
It was New Year's Day, yeah. yeah. So what was your what was your time there? It was eighteen thirty-five. Right? Yeah. yeah. So what yeah. the course record? I mean that that race has been going on for some time now, and um, yeah, I think it was his thirtieth anniversary. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I've just yeah you know, I've just typed in and pace the cool running's pace calculator your your sort of splits for the mile and it's eighteen thirty five four thirty eight a mile that's in, that's that's faster yeah. than the I think that's faster than the world the marathon world record pace. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> so there's a there's a claim of fame if you carry that on for another I don't know what six times or something yeah yeah you're on your way so. Yeah, maybe need to get a bit more training on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that must be exciting, you know, exciting to to get you know to get to that that level and and that that sort of time. And I think that I'm looking at power of ten that that represents. Um, I think it's an eleventh all time on the four mile British all time rankings list. So there, there you go. Yeah. So we are we fat if you didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, plenty of fame. Um, yeah, so I kind of. I, I've done that race a couple of times, just kind of, uh, just test my fitness, and over Christmas, like, it, it tends to be a lot harder to train, um, everything's, like, pools are closed, um, you spend a bit of time with family and stuff, so, quite often I just do a race to kind of, um, keep things, keep things ticking over, keep things kind of at that, uh, kind of high-end level, yeah. um, so yeah, I decided to do that this year. My coach's friend um, had the record, uh, and still has the record. So my coach kind of always wanted me to to go and try and try and break that record. So yeah, I, I went for it this year and um, just missed. I think I missed it by like seven seconds. Oh right, but, uh, it must I'm be. For next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's definitely an incentive to to get your shoes, your running shoes, back on and and to go for yeah. that. And now, it mu- I, I must say, it must be incredibly difficult to, you know, to 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 fit everything in. Do you do you find, you know, the triathlon training supplements your running, or do you find it can be a hindrance, you know, when you're, uh, when you're doing the training? To I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, uh. I mean, it definitely adds fitness. Yeah. And um, doing the triathlon training, uh, but it's not specific fitness. Okay. Um. So I'm sure. I'm sure if I just did running, I'd be able to get a bit faster. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It might. It might be that. Triathlon training is the way to go for all the all the runners out there. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I need to try it. Yeah. I need to try just. The reason the reason I ask is, um, you know, I know there's there's a few people I know, and obviously you, you know, Mark Austin, these guys are incredibly quick, and it's even yeah. some of the, the the Roberts, and you've got the Brownleys who are, you yeah. know, they, they they come they come from a fell running background, and um, yeah. and they can still they can still do really well as a runner outright and, yeah. and that's kind of applying to you. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting to know, right, well, the cycling, if you do more cycling, is that is that better for your joints? Is that good recovery work? Um, yeah. Should you maybe... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely less injury risk in um, cycling and swimming unless you can walk your bike. But, I, was, um... I was about to say that, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> every time I speak to you, 
you're in a you're in a sling, you know. <laughs> Some sort of crash, yeah. Um, but yeah, run running kind of comes with its own its own risks about getting injured. You speak to most runners and they they tend to be carrying something. Some sort of niggle somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what about um? No, we spoke specifically about you know swimming, cycling, and, and running. What about strength conditioning? I know you guys are. Um, in you know in the the squad Sterling squad is yeah. they're a big believer in getting that fitting that into your your training. So. Yeah, so yeah, in the gym twice a week, um, lifting weights. Not very big weights, but yeah. <laughs> still big, big to you. You try, you are big to me. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's one of the things that if you got the time to to do it, and obviously the professional athlete like. There's a lot of time in the day, yeah, um, and it's it's one of the things that adds it adds a few percent on at the end, and it can improve efficiency a little bit, um, and kind of try and stay stay injury free by building a little bit. Thanks for coming on the show, Grant. I look forward to listening to that. Uh, a real exciting talent, right? Let's continue on race results. This weekend it passed. It was also the Nubra Beach Bash, which is a is exactly as it says in the tin. It's a, a 10k race up here, um, just north of Aberdeen on the coast, um, in Lantham. Ellen up at Nubra, and it's uh, yeah, it's essentially it's a 10k going over the going over some of the, the the dunes there. So that was won by JSK Running Club's Mark McCluskey in 36:26, which is a good time on that course. Second place, Nubra Dunes Running Club, Martin Burns, 37:37. Third place, Metro Aberdeen's Richard Horn in 38:59. So uh, strong from them. And on the women's side, Jog Scotland Contours Emma Watt for the win, 42:37. Second place was Inch Trail Running Club's Jenny Reese Jenkins. 45.01, well done Jenny, we know she listens, and third female was Kim Booth, Newmarket Running Group, 45.22. What I would say about this result, um, not result, but, well, the results, you have 267 runners, that's incredible. That is that's great. impressive, yeah, it's really for, good. For a wee, a wee town, um, I think that's brilliant, so I mean, congratulations to everyone for, for taking part in really getting the, the participation up. And what I would say as well is in, interesting. I'm just looking at the results. So in yellow are the females. Now, I think there's actually more females than there is males by a, a fairly significant margin. Mm. Um, that's good. That's good. Which is which is great. Uh, so, yeah, really good to see a lot of different clubs getting involved as well. Lots of different clubs you've got. Yeah, mainly in the north, but. You've got Newbridge Dunes RC, and never said you one for me. Jog Scotland's Gary Roadrunners, Fraserburgh Jog Scotland, Peterhead Jog Scotland, Newmarket Running Group, Ellen Jog Scotland, Jog Scotland Bridget Dawn, Jog Scotland Hazelhead, Jog Scotland Stonehaven. You name it. There's lots of different Jog, Jog Scotland out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like you know I, we 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 are you know, we we can come across as just you know looking at the front end, but. Really, I think it's it's impressive to see lots of lots of people taking part in these races. Yeah, indeed. Right. So, next. Next one. Now, I'm going to cut to the chase here. I'm not going to talk about the mighty deer stalker unless you want me to. 
Well, no, not really. Let's not call it a, a, a road race. The, Cut the, to the chase then. The Sarah Inglis, her 5K record. Oof, smoking hot. Jeez. The time. That's a, that is a result. So the 5K time is 15.29. So she ran that. In, that, is a, that is moving. So it was a, it's a Canadian all-comers record as well. So say, a bit of background as to who Sarah is. So Sarah's from Scotland, uh, runs for Lothian, I believe. And mm-hmm. I, I remember, you know, when she was living in Scotland, she was, she was nowhere near that time. Like she was a good runner, you know, and from a national stage, but she's she's a completely different level now. Um, to run a fifteen twenty nine is just a phenomenal time. And there's a there's a picture of her on the Scottish Athletics website, and she just looks like a machine. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she doesn't looks she? Like, and she looks great like picture. Just a lean racing machine. Oh yeah, it's just like that's a great picture. Um, and I'm just I'm just impressed because I just I think the journey. I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous that she's, uh, you know, she's she's running faster times than I am now. It's, uh, Not really. Yeah, anyway, impressive. So the she's very she's very close to the um, the qualifying standard for Doha. It's uh, for the five k. It's fifteen twenty two. Now this is on the road as well. So I'd you know, I'd imagine if she gets a quick race on the track, she's certainly in contention for. For, for for potentially getting the qualifying standard for the world championships. Mm. And she's third on the Scottish all time now. Yep. Just really uh, just ahead of Liz Liz McCoggan Nuttall and Yvonne Murray Mooney. Yeah, very good. Well, well done, Sarah. That's a a fantastic. I look forward to seeing what she can do. Maybe with 10k as well this year. Another result. So yeah, we also yeah, so we also had another elite Scott running this weekend. We had Calm Hawkins. He was out uh, in Lisbon, as was his brother. So uh, Calm ran. Uh, he was 62 minutes. Uh, I don't know the exact time here, but yeah, he was under 63. I think he was a bit frustrated. He didn't go quicker. We know Calm can and has gone quicker in the past. Um, uh, I think he put on social media. It just was one of those days where it just didn't come together. Um, and then Derek had a bit of a disappointing run. He was 71.53. Which is even slower than me, Kyle. Oh, there you go. I mean, look at that, eh? Come on, Derek. <laughs> come on. I think I think Derek. I mean, anyway, I I am joking. It's great to see Derek um, back from his injury. He had a really good run at the national. I thought he would have gone quicker, to be honest. Um, obviously, I think I get the impression that maybe it wasn't a quick day when you look at those sort of times. And yeah, well, well, I think I mean I would expect the count to be higher up than twenty third. Uh, okay, it was a high quality race, but um, you know he's. He's run a sixty flat. Yeah. So that, yeah. So he must have had a disappointing run, and you know, as as for Derek, you know, so I, I don't know why he, I would expect to even even you know if he's not training specifically for a half to run faster than that, just with his background. But again, you just don't know what he what was going through uh, Derek's Derek's head or, or or body during that day as well. So we'll, only only he can tell us. What's interesting is there was a guy, Callum Reed, who's an Edinburgh AC athlete. He was 70.56. He was only two places in front of Derek, who was over a minute behind. So I wonder if it looks like it may be quite lonely at the front in that race. Yeah, maybe. Potentially. Yeah. And, and Yeah, and I don't know. I, we don't know his splits, so who knows how it went. But Anyway, good to see him back regardless. So I know for sure that Callum is running London, so really can see how he goes. Um and but I'm not sure about Derek. I I wouldn't have thought so. But the fact is, obviously, 
back at half marathon might mean maybe he, he'll think about a, a marathon later in the year. Who knows? Who knows? Time will tell, Tom. So those are interesting results. Other results, uh, just to, uh, we've had our feedback with hill racing, so I'm just going to throw a couple in there. The Craig Denain hill race, um, that was on the weekend there, won by Craig Campbell, Inverness Harriers, in 36-22. Second place, Ali Beaven, Highland Hill Runners, 37-10. And in third place, Gordon Lennox, 37-51, oh. also Inverness Harriers. So uh, a 1-3 there for Inverness Harriers. So one, two, three. Craig Denain Hill Race, that's a good one for you to do next time, Tom. All right, I'll keep that in mind for next year. That's uh I, I used to ha- I think I I think I used to have the record for that. But uh, that was many moons ago. <laughs> many moons. I think it's been broken a few times since then. <laughs> so on, on the women's side, the first woman was uh, Katrina Morrison, Highland Hill Runners, forty fifty four, second female Morvan McKenzie, Highland Hill Runners, in 43-45. And in third place, Karen Lyons, Highland Hill Runners, 45-31. So, um, yeah, definitely one we'll put on the radar. You can see the results makes me laugh. It's all, pretty much everyone in that race is either Highland Hill Runners, Inverness Harriers, right. or... It's, uh, like the, it's like the old <laughs> firm match, isn't it? It is the old firm, yeah. <laughs> the, Highland, the Highland Runners against Inverness Harriers. Uh, I see the Highland Hill Runners have got a sword in their logo. Quite an aggressive. They've also got a bit of tartan, tartan attire as well. Yeah, yeah. We should maybe. I tell you what. We need to get. Uh, we need to get Alan Hill <laughs> runners on the tartan, night. We need to get some tartan running shorts. <laughs> yeah, true. The yarn is is going to happen, don't we? We're, we're very busy at the moment, but there's things happening in the background. The things that you don't see, folks. Indeed. Um, last bit of Scottish racing news for this week would be Steph Twell, her winning uh, Reading. So, she, Bath, the Bath half. I thought it was Reading she won. No, I think it was the Bath half, wasn't it? Oh, I'm de- oh this is on, this, this, I'm sure it's, it's Reading. Well, there was definitely the Bath half on this weekend, so was the Reading half as well as the Bath half on? Steph Twell won the Reading half in 71-37. Oh, well, apologies, Tom. And Scott overall won the men's, just to put that in there. What was his time? 63-50. So, going back to Steph Twell, Tom, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on back-to-back half marathons then? Uh, I, was I, a bit, I was a bit surprised by that. I was too, to be honest. Uh, I won, yeah, she's running London, so it seems, a, I guess she's, it gives her two hard runs in a week, but you've got to wonder if she probably, she probably recovered. It's a bit of a, it's a strange one. I'm su- I was quite surprised to see her do that. Um, anyway, we'll see, the proof will be in the pudding in London. And now that she needs to find, what, a minute? No, she needs to find 40 seconds to make the Olympic standard. 40 seconds? It's not, it's yeah. not far off it. So the yeah. the Olympic standard is, what, 229, isn't it? 229.30, I think, yeah. Yeah. And she ran 2.30 and change in in uh, Valencia. So, yeah, so anyway, good to see Steph out racing regularly. Anyway, that's good, flying the flags, which is always good. I mean, you look up, you look back in the 80s, I know we were only young, young whippersnappers then, but that's what the boys did then back the boys and the girls did mm-hmm. back then they just raced every week didn't they yeah like you look at Fraser Klein and you know they they, they were races race back to back like you know yeah. they might be a little bit of um of of going back to the old ways you know yeah maybe who knows but anyway anyway we need to get her on the show anyway and chat do, about yes. all things uh all things prepped for the London or post-London. Who knows? Absolutely. 
So, like, can we talk about our favourite part now? Oh, Tom's been rocking and rolling. I thought he was doing his stand-up. What is it? Easy Tiger. Yeah, I am actually. I'm, I'm doing a... I'm trying to sit straight. That's why I'm bouncing around. Ah, okay. Well, talking about what you're sitting on, I, I got a, a, I got a new I got a new desk chair for, for the Tartan Running Shorts headquarters in that Afford, so it's awful comfy. It's much better than that dining table, dining seat, seat I had earlier. Um <laughs> Maybe anyway, your hip, hips better. Uh, yeah, exactly. So drum roll, that was a drum roll. My rambling. So Tim Cook, what did Tim Cook say, Tom? Have you got it open there? I do. So Tim Cook, well, Tim. So Tim actually, uh, thank you, Tim, for getting in touch. He's been in touch with two things. Firstly, before we get onto his rant, he's got in touch about last week's rant. So he has basically, um, he's got in touch about the the rant about dogs at park run. So Tim says. As a, a former partner event director, Inverness and Elgin, and now partner ambassador for Highland and Murray, uh, and someone who likes to run with the heart of the dog at Parkrun every so often, he felt he was in a good place to answer the rant about uh, dogs at Parkrun. So he says, uh, first up, Parkrun discourages people using two barcodes, whether for dog running, buggy running, or just PB efforts. Now that's something I didn't realise, to be honest. I didn't, we, we, I didn't know we that thought either. that was an easy solution. <laughs> it turns out you're not allowed to do it. Fine. Uh, there is a mechanism to mark a run as assisted when processing part one results. However, this is unlikely to be used unless a runner beats the course record or they request a change to avoid an unbeatable PB. There's quite enough to worry about putting on a part one to check whether dog runners are getting faster times than they might otherwise. And part one's attitude is that events are not races. Fair. So it's up to Power 10 to exclude part ones if they want to avoid including a few dog assisted runs. Next, there has been plenty of debate among those who organise part runs about canny cross harnesses. The part one guidance is a 1.2 meter lead, which is okay until the run starts and the canny cross lead stretches well beyond this. However, to be inclusive, canny cross gear is still permitted by park run. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, Tim goes on to give some, he's obviously run well with his dog and he gives, he gives some feedback on that. And it's, again, it's interesting. Okay. Maybe we shot from the hip a little bit last week. Um, I still stand by it. I still don't think if, if an event is going to be included in power of 10, which is ranked, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be allowed canny cross. Now, if the solution to that is that Parkman doesn't count for, uh, power of 10 I don't know I, I just I, I'm not I find it it's a, it basically becomes a trust system yeah I agree with that as well Um. Uh, yeah if it's distinguished then that's fine but if not then but that's really interesting you're not only two part ones because I know a lot of people who keep saying oh like, well, I've said to you oh when you have a kid you can give the kid its own barcode <laughs> <laughs> apparently you're not allowed to although surely you could argue the dog should be allowed one no. Uh, why not? I mean, it's just a. It's not a race. It's, there's no rules in a race. Well, that, no, there's rules in a race, but there's a rules in a run. You can just rock up and run. It's just a run. It's not a. I don't know. You no, know I'm trying to say it's. If yeah, it's a race, if it was a race, then it would matter. But because it's a park run, I, I think the issue is that we treat it as a race. Yeah. And then I... the results, people are like, "Oh, you got what time do you get for the park run?" And who won Parkrun this week, or who, who was second, or who was third, or did you get a PB? And yeah. it, really, is it a PB though? If it's uh, actually, it, you're, maybe you're spot on. Actually, it should be a case of we just take Parkrun results with a pinch of salt because you're right. No one's going to Parkrun to an Olympic qualifying standard. Exactly, unless you're, and you're right. Well, I was going to say, uh, who was? Is it Craig Mottram? Is he not? No, Andy Badley's still got the Parkrun yeah. record, isn't he? Yeah. But also, you could. I think the problem is though, there's not enough 5k races that 
if I, you know, if I was gonna, if if I wasn't away that weekend, if I was looking for a five k time, I'd probably line up at Balmoral or something like that or somewhere yeah. else. But the problem is, there's not actually that many, so you end up running. You know, Parkland's an easy one to go to, so I can maybe that, that okay. That is a bit knee jerk to say it shouldn't be on Power Ten because I think it absolutely should, but I don't know. It's not an easy subject. And to be fair, last week's ranter, when you've got people running outrageous times with them. I don't know. Not an easy subject. Anyway, so we're not going to solve that one, unfortunately. But So Tim, though, has given a rant of his own, which uh, I absolutely agree with. Have you got it in front of you, Kyle? I have, yeah. Go for it. So he's got a rant, now a rant of my own, on behalf of old people everywhere, or at least the quicker ones, about <laughs> big races, Inverness Half being a specific example. You don't even acknowledge age group places, just the winners. At Inverness, you had huge numbers of male and even more female, vet 40s and vet 50s, but you can only give prizes to the fastest runner, question mark. If it would cut into your handsome profits too much, I'm sure we'd all be happy with a silver and bronze chocolate coin. And a round of applause. I don't expect all races to be like the excellent Hoy Half Marathon in the Orkney Islands, noted Tom for that one there, uh, who have trophies for five-year age categories in a field of around 100, including the the model of a Zimmer frame for the M70 winner. <laughs> That's good. But us oldies would like some encouragement at bigger events. Grumpy old man, Tim Cook. There you go. I, I, know, that's a, I think that's a great run. I think that's a great point he's got as well. What's I your... Think, what's I, the, I totally, I totally what's agree. Your I, think, uh, I think you should give even... I mean, five-year uh, gaps is really generous. That's great. But I think as a minimum, there should be V40, V40 V50... V60 prizes and I think there should be one to three and uh, yeah because it, you know if you want to con- encourage people to continue running onwards it's, it's good it's a good way to do it you know as, as people get older in the next sort of in seven years time I'm sure you and I will suddenly be rejuvenated by trying to have a shot at uh, vets titles you know I, I'm, I'm all for supporting them I think I think that you know yes you need to celebrate the race winners themselves but um you you could say a V40 is no less of a winner than a the overall female winner, assuming they don't win the race. I mean, there is yeah, only yes. one winner of the race, and it's it ha- most more often than not it happens to be a man. The first woman is only uh, is only technically disadvantaged because of her sex, which is you, is no different to the uh, someone who is disadvantaged because of his age. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Tom. So, do you do you think it's do you think there's an issue about just age or do you think it's you know the the, the male and female do you think you know should they just be first overall and i mean i'm the reason i'm starting to talk about this is you've got you know you've ultra races women women tend to to be well up there i see so should it just be an overall vets prize or a sex split i would give it i would give men and female you think it should be male and female yeah i mean if you get overall one two three Vet one two three, so what's that? Fifty sixty. So you're looking at uh, oof, you're something like twenty four prizes. But you could stagger them. I mean, you know, you don't. We're not, people aren't. You know, as Tim himself says, you're looking for a bag of chocolate coins and a pat on the back. No, so you don't need you much. Know, just a bit of recognition. About, it's exactly. It's about acknowledgement. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, it doesn't take much to give a ten pound run for it voucher. And what about uh, what about weight categories? <laughs> the Clyde, <laughs> the Clydesdale. The Clydesdale, I like. Do you know it. there was a there was a prize for the Clydesdale uh, at the World's Way. Was there? Yeah. 
Were you beaten by the Clydesdale? Ah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled down the hill in front of me. <laughs> I think, uh, no, I think age graded for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, so really interesting. I, I love the idea of the, the Zimmer frame trophy for the M70. Now that, so thank you, Tim. The, the, now, that's why I wanted to mention in the results, the vet prizes. I think it's important that we... We we give the recognition if if the race organisers aren't going to give them the recognition then then we will on TRS Tom. So I I agree with you, but one thing I'm going to say for race organisers I find we find it difficult enough in a sheet of just names and names and names in black and white. It's difficult enough to find women's results, is, let alone age. Yeah. And I would like to see more race organisers have at the top of the results a summary one to three of the overall one to three the women one to three the vets and you know okay if it's great run you can do a quick filter on it but if you i mean d33 is an excel spreadsheet you know and un- unformatted even so it's uh it's not so straightforward to to pull up vets okay yeah. again <laughs> again we could spend more time researching but we are working full-time jobs yeah. i've literally got yeah. out the shower to the laptop for this tonight <laughs> you haven't even had your tea yet tom i haven't had my tea and no. fiona's not here so you you you're not time bound so you're going to be starving i know i'm going to, oh. have to go and uh, cook something I'll, ra- I'll rustle something up rustle a rustler's burger up. cameo no. cameo get one microwave for you there <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway so that's that, that is the that's a, that's the running run um for tonight, I, I think that's a great running run. So, yeah, that... where where are we now? We, we've we've rattled on quite well. We this, have, yeah, this... we have rattled on. Um, Is there anything so... else you want to chat about? We've got. No, the... I think I, I think we should uh, I think we should probably wrap it up there tonight. The listeners have had enough entertainment for tonight. There's a few uh, things that we'll carry to next week. I think so. Yeah, um, and I'm sure Fiona and Tom will. Well, I, I, I might have to cut that bit out. I might have revealed the, <laughs> the guest speaker there. <laughs> yeah, let me cut that out, yeah. Oh, well, Grand. well, so in terms of races coming up uh, this weekend, the things we're going to talk about next week, it's the National Road Relay Champs, of course, this weekend in Livingston. So good luck to all the clubs heading down for that a tour of the one of Scotland's favourite new towns. Um, we've also got the 100k champs of course which K-Babe is, is representing TRS and Metro Aberdeen and Scotland at. Oh, well, look at that I've been representing so many people and... what a weight on your shoulders oh no, so no. we're very so that I'm sure all the listeners join me in wishing him good luck first um, place still coming your way yeah and uh, we've also got um, a race that we've been that we you know Kyle's been a big uh supporter of ambassador of run geary this weekend which That's, i understand has got some pretty good names lining up i think it does uh, i mean I, I must admit i've been a bit ignorant and i mean i've been doing all the the videos and the 10 weeks of 10 10 weeks of training videos please don't look at them with uh <laughs> one of the guys Stuart armory uh he's, he's a personal trainer and an ultra runner so we've been sharing the videos. So have a have a look and get some tips. <laughs> I think it was running form last time. So you looked very fetching in your uh, uh, salmon hoodie. I, I tried my best to look, look yeah. the part. Yeah, your bum underneath you. Bum oh, yeah. underneath you. Get the what is it the uh, thumb to, to nipple or something like that? I can't. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, getting this, those elbows tucked in. So here's a question for you, as an ambassador of the race: Can you enter on the day? No. Okay, so too late. Too late. So anyway, good luck to local listeners who are no no transfer no entries, folks. So you'll be uh, you, you you you'll be getting you, you'll be getting the jail by the social media. You're getting <laughs> <Please. names> 
We know they're out there, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a 5K, there's a 10K, and there's a half marathon. So we do. Robbie Simpson's apparently lining up, so that'll be good to see mm. him doing a, a nice wee warm-up for and prep for London Marathon next month. Um, so, yeah, so not sure who else is running, Tom. Are you running? No, I'm not. I'm not running. Ah, it's a shame. It is a shame, but um, anyway, I look forward to hearing those results next week. Other results, uh, other things come up this weekend. It's also the um, North District Hill Champs this weekend. That's this weekend, yes. Yeah. So uh, one one of my um, one of my roles is in I'm part of the Scottish Hill Running Scottish Athletics Hill Running Commission is to as the North District Selector. Um, so I'll be looking, I'll be keeping my eye out to see how well people get on and. Hopefully, uh, encourage them and, and pick the Intercounties team later on in the month as well. So that'll be Fantastic. interesting. Yeah, that's uh, we'll look we, to that. There's a couple of other results. Um, the Annan 5K and 10K. Uh, the man versus horse. Oh, not again. Wait, no, We've already talked about that. <laughs> We're going to talk about it today. There's uh, the Dunvegan Castle 10 There's a lot of uh, a lot of races on the West Coast this week. Do you know, do you know what there also of, is? Also, a race which we haven't talked about is the Scottish, is the British 50k championships, which is the same day as your 100k at Perth. It's the same event, but we focus so much on the 100k. We haven't, we haven't, uh, we haven't said anything about that. So, yeah, I'm not sure it's the same. I'm not sure it's the same time. If it was, I could have raced the 50k. It is. Just absolutely. It's the same time. Is it the same time? Yeah, it's the same time and the same course. Well, I ra- yeah, well, just race a 50k and then just die for the next 50k. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's on. Um, yeah, they're both on both at the both at North Inch on Saturday. I thought this 50k was later on in the, the morning. No, no, 50 and 100k both on Saturday. We've got a Metro Aberdeen guy, Dwayne Bats, running it. Is he? Yeah, ah, it's on the Sunday, Tom, not the Saturday. Sunday, beg your pardon. Don't turn up on Saturday. Perfect for fast times and PBs. Thanks. Live tracking being researched. Oh, please. Answer our prayers, Adrian. <laughs> Give us race tracking. Give us mile-by-mile tracking of, the, of Kyle. Yeah, my parents are going to be there. Debbie's going to be there. So she'll, she'll give you some TRS uh, love for the Good. for the listeners out there. That would be fantastic. Also, yeah. the 50K, I thought it said the 100K. The 50K is a column of seven hours. I thought it said the 100K. I thought, oh, oh. Kyle's going to be touching. <laughs> to make this one <laughs> it'd be touching go like interesting oh, it says uh, for the 50k right it says it's the only certified 50k road race in Scotland and only one of two in Great Britain it's an ideal test for anyone wanting to attempt their first ultra um, the 50k is a cut of seven hours prospective entrance should have completed a half marathon at least <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem this is quite sufficient uh, well um, well, yeah, I mean, 50k is only five miles past the marathon. It's not that bad, really. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think when it comes to 50k against 100k, there's a big step up there. Um, but yeah, you can race you can race a, a 50k pretty well versus, you know, maybe, obviously it'd be a little bit slower in the marathon, but yeah, you can... So there- I, I'm intrigued though, but so you're right. It's the 50k and 100k at the same time. Both are the British and Scottish champs for both distances. So actually, you're diluting the field. So the 100k has got all these big dogs in it. The 50k. Yeah. I should have gone to the 50k. <laughs> should have, yeah, yeah. I mean, this will be a 
I don't know. I'm sure I am joking. I'm sure there's someone who's pretty. Uh, who's, who, there are some proper runners in there, but it seems a very strange decision to put two ultra Scottish British champs on the same day. It must be as well. Like I think it's the organising of the event. Like how uh, okay. how how difficult would it be to organise two events like the same Last type of event on two different days or different you know you could organize one in april and then one in yeah, september it would just be a bollock to organize um and and yeah i mean it's you know the, the event i think if you really want to run a fast 50k you will if you really want to run a fast 100k you will but um but the the 50k is a time trial for the the world 50k championships the IWF, ah, okay. um, which which in a way is is kind of like well a bit annoying because i can't Try you know try my luck on a 50k and see how well I can run it. But oh well, what can you do? What can 100k do? So, it is Tom. 100k. So anyway, so we we opened the show with the this the 100k champs. So we're going to close with the 100k champs. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, you want to wish Kyle some good luck for the the weekend. You can email us on tartanrunningshorts at gmail we're on Facebook at Tartan Running Shorts and we're on Twitter at Tartan Shorts. And of course, we have a website at www.tartanrunningshorts.com. So, Kyle, good luck this weekend. Thanks, Tom. I'll uh, get that beetroot I'll, juice down you. I'll try my best and uh, I'll, 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 thanks for the positive vibes, everyone, so far. And I'll, 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 I'll run my little heart out for everyone. Good stuff. Right. Thank you, folks. Have a good Bye. week of running. Bye.